0: Hey everybody, I am Jared, and I'm Jay, and we are with the Mentor Minutes podcast, part of the YouTube channel Meeple Mentor, that I create tutorial games, uh, not tutorial games, tutorial, tutorial games, yeah, Yeah. You know. They're
1: games that you open up and they tell you a story.
0: Yeah, and then it's like, yay, you get to learn something, and then there's nothing to play. No,
1: <laughs> no that's not right, that's not right at all.
0: YouTube, YouTube, <clears throat> Meeple Mentor, so it's all about tutorial videos for board games that you want to play. It's focused primarily on the medium to heavyweight games, mm-hmm. but I've covered other things as well, including some party games and some lighter stuff too, just mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. throw a mix Mixing in there. up a little bit. Also on the channel, if you're new to the podcast, if you want to check it out on YouTube, we have board game lore videos. So sometimes mm-hmm. a game mm-hmm. has some fiction behind it, like, mm-hmm. like anachrony. One game, like one or, of the
1: games we're playing, talk, come about today. Yep.
0: Yep. Which uh, I don't want to spoil just yet. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, and... What else we have a video version of this if you're watching on youtube you'll know that already if you're listening on the streaming podcast also
1: uh, unboxings yep uh there's also um conversations that we have uh as part of the podcast youtube with designers and uh, publishers
0: publishers and uh, every other friday we have news so if you want to try to keep up with what's going on currently right now Mm -hmm. with board games whether it's announcements or what kickstarters are funding and what's hot just watch that video every other Friday. Mm. It just captures what's going on in that two-week segment, and I just read it out to you guys. Yeah,
1: super informative, and also a nice update on Kickstarters as well. Just a lot
0: of information all at once really, really quickly. Sorry, I'm thirsty. I got my Dr. Pepper.
1: Dr. Pepper.
0: Hashtag (laughs) non-sponsored.
1: Quench your thirst with a lovely Dr. Pepper. Remember, Dr. Pepper Snapple Group. Yeah, I mean, hey, if if you work
0: for Dr. Pepper and want to sponsor us, then I am for it. it, Is
1: it still Dr. Pepper Snapple Group? Snapple Group? Yeah, it used to be Dr. Pepper Snapple Group. You know, you're right, but I
0: I don't know. But you know what? It is made in Plano, which is where I'm from. Plano, Texas.
1: A nice Texas brew. Dr. Pepper. I wonder, a brew. I wonder. I wonder if Dr. <laughs> it's Pepper, not a brew. I wonder if Dr. Pepper had an actual PhD or if it was just you, you know.
0: know i think you have to earn the dot to have a phd <laughs> there's no dot there's right. no dot yeah. in the doctor that's right that's so right. it's not actually uh infringing on anyone's yeah. phd i wonder if
1: there's a, a dot in mr Pib. remember the knockoff drink that's
0: right uh that uh, i can't uh, tell you so uh. if you drink mr pibb then let us know in, tell the, us comments. in the
1: comments below. Uh, yeah this is totally getting off the rails wow this is a board <laughs> game podcast
0: how about we focus a little yeah, bit more good. on that that sounds good uh if you watched our last episode or listened we talked about our uh, previous uh, convention experiences mm-hmm. and Jay went to the Dice Tarcon. yep in Miami
1: yep. in Miami that's and right. I went
0: to the local Raleigh uh, that board game thing TBGT which was a lot of fun
1: yeah yeah it was interesting to learn about them and uh, hopefully uh, next year I might might have the chance to go. It depends on how mm-hmm. they do the invites next year.
0: Um, actually, <clears throat> for upcoming conventions, I will be planning on going to MaceCon, M-A-C-E, Con, M-A-C-E mm. which is in Charlotte, North Carolina, in November on um, my birthday weekend.
1: Yay. Awesome. Awesome. Man. So
0: I hope to see you guys there. Um, and if you uh, if you listen to this episode and want to shout out and be like, hey, I heard you on the podcast, then that'd be cool.
1: There you go. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, but enough about it. me. Yes. Um,
0: yes. Today is a special episode. Do you yeah. want to say why?
1: Yeah, a little different. So um, we were invited to participate with uh, another uh, channel. Um, it was—it's called Friday Game Nights or Friday Night Games, and that's night with a K, Friday Night Games. And um, basically, we're uh, along with about four other um, hosts of different or content, content creators. creators. Uh, we are going to be debating our favorite space game. Uh, so uh, this episode is going to be uh, very much centered on uh, what we chose for our favorite space game. Uh, space themed game, right? And um, and then uh, they're going to compile this along with uh, the other contributors and uh, put together sort of a, a an overall podcast. Right. So well. th-
0: this is going to be part of their podcast. So they're going to take a lot of this audio that we uh, <coughs> that we mm-hmm. give them on some of these questions that will be compiled into uh, their podcast, and then there will be I think some live commentary that we'll get to participate in as well right right. um so we're we're one of five that are going to be you know championing a game that we think is the best uh space themed game and uh you know putting it head up head to head against uh against the others so and there's some pretty popular games on this
1: list so it's going to be interesting
0: yeah, so that's kind of what we're gonna run through here. Um, however long that takes, It shouldn't be that long of these yeah. couple of questions that uh, they wanted to make sure that we give them little sound bites for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, well, let's just do that as part of our podcast, and then we can, you know, go on, you know, yeah. further if we like. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so, and,
1: and as far as um, timing, wh- when do we know when they might be putting this? out live or... um
0: probably by the end of the year okay. uh, i'm not exactly sure because you know yeah. everyone's got to get all their stuff sent right. in yeah so it's yeah. a it should be a
1: 2021 thing just not sure when
0: and you know once we do have that i'll make a like an <coughs> announcement and uh, or at least instagram um mm-hmm. you know so that you guys can see and find the link to yeah. listen to that podcast yeah awesome awesome so the other four games that we're going to be up against all right we have on mars eclipse twilight imperium And Battlestar Galactica. Mm. Our pick is Nemesis. Nemesis by Awakened Realms. Yep. The first question that we're going to answer here is about us. So who are we? Well, I am Jared. And I'm Jay. And we uh, collaborate on this podcast called Mentor Minutes, a board gaming podcast where we talk about top 10 games and interview other designers and publishers and stuff like that. Um, But we're associated with the Meeple Mentor youtube channel and also found on social media as meeple mentor um and our channel is uh basically i create a lot of tutorial videos for board games uh, medium and heavy weight. we have uh news every other friday mm-hmm. and
1: unboxings yeah lore videos lots of good stuff
0: so that's a little bit of who we are you can find us of course on instagram uh twitter facebook youtube of course and then the website www.meeplementor.com yep. our game pick is nemesis as best space themed board game right and this is by adam kwapinski and i'm going to just double check on some of these names because they're they're polish yep so adam kwapinski um from awaken realms is the publisher and artists, there's actually several and the art in this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um do you want to give these a shot on the oh names? Oh boy,
1: let's see. Yeah. All right, so we've got um yeah, several art artists, and I apologize uh that I'm gonna totally butcher these names. And not me. Uh, <laughs> but it looks like um Piotr Foksowitz, uh Patik uh Iwa Labak Andrahe uh Polteranos. Perfect. Yeah, nailed it. My best, my best effort. That's all.
0: So these are the people who made Nemesis. The mm-hmm. game is essentially about. Uh, it's it's set in the spaceship Nemesis, and these people were on a, a long term, you know, course to explore new worlds and collect resources that from mining asteroids and stuff. But mm-hmm. there was a problem, and in the game, it picks up where there's an a, an alert. Uh, sounds are blaring the ship saying there's a problem and everyone wakes up in their hibernatorium from you know cryo sleep mm-hmm. and they awake to discover there's <clears throat> blood on the floor and one of their uh crewmates is dead and they need to figure out what's going on so uh because of the cryo sleep you only remember that you know the engines are at the back <clears throat> and the uh cr- the uh, cockpit of the the pilot where the pilot is yeah the cockpit is yep. at the front and mm-hmm. they don't really remember the arrangement of the, the rooms and everything, um, but to make sure that they're at least getting the ship back and functioning properly, you gotta check the engines, and at least two of the three have to be working, mm-hmm. and you have to check the coordinates and make sure you're still heading towards Earth and not Mars or some other planet into mm-hmm. uh, and, and deep space. Of course, there's an alert going on, mm-hmm. what's happening? What you're gonna find is, as you slowly make your way around the ship, you're gonna make noise, and sometimes uh, you're gonna surprise spawn an alien creature uh mm-hmm. called intruders and there are actually four or five uh versions of them mm-hmm. that have you know their, basically, their life cycle yeah, different stages of development and so these guys start coming out and you're gonna have to defend yourself and basically avoid getting killed as you accomplish your objectives right so this is a very heavy sci-fi thematic type of game.
1: Yeah, I I, I kind of think of it as a like sci-fi survival horror, mm. you know, kind of thing. Um, but it's also cooperative. Right. Um, Semi. Semi cooperative.
0: Now there's a fully cooperative mode in here, but for the most part, you want to play as the base game is, mm-hmm. where you've got uh, objectives that may or may not be traitorous to okay. either some or all of the other players. Right. Right. And,
1: um, and that adds just a really. Interesting level of tension to the game because you're always questioning other people's motives when they're doing certain things.
0: Right. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, you've got these two objectives, whether they're corporate or personal, which are cards. And then once you see your first alien, you know, as a team, then you have to decide which of those cards you're going to pursue for your personal objective, which are always, you know, secret. Um, And each of those cards also has an option. So it'll Mm -hmm. have like a top and bottom option for you to try to complete. But as long as you can survive, complete your objective and make sure that you know the ship goes to Earth and is not gonna blow up, um, then you're good. And yeah. part of that is uh, hibernating in the hibernatorium mm-hmm.
1: uh, or using an escape pod, right. uh, <clears throat> which may or may not be unlocked. Right, right, right. So, And then there's also, um, if you have done some combat with aliens or uh, through various circumstances, you could potentially be infected as well. And so that's always a real, even if you make it off the ship, uh, even if everything is going well, uh, there's always the potential that you end up being infected by one of these alien creatures.
0: That, that is a big problem because the last time we played, <laughs> yes, I accomplished everything. The ship was fine, <laughs> and I was out with an escape pod. But uh, you have to check any contamination cards that you might have, you know, mm-hmm. still kept in your deck. And if any of them scan, uh, you know, with those like red, like yeah, what do what, you call those things?
1: It's almost like a red lens scan, like the old yeah, school um, red
0: lens viewer yeah. where it, you slide the card in and it reads out either infected right. or some gibberish right mm-hmm. so if any of those that you've collected say infected then you are infected and you have to do one final check to see if you actually die right, right. and i died
1: yes yes and I, I didn't actually make it off the ship the last time we played <laughs> uh because i just i had to, there is some da- there's dice rolls but there's also strategy and i just had bad dice roll after bad dice roll yeah. <laughs> bad dice roll. he kept it was spawning
0: <laughs> uh enemy after enemy Yeah everywhere he was going yeah. and at one point he just turned tail and ran the other way yeah. of the ship yeah but and it didn't
1: help yeah and even if i had made it the uh, room i was going to go in would have malfunctioned anyway so that's right it was just i was i was set to go down <laughs> with the ship from the beginning
0: so that's that's <laughs> nemesis in a nutshell it's a very thematic co-op with a lot of that traitorous yeah. possibilities um it's a lot of fun plays in about three and a half hours i'd say yeah,
1: yeah on yeah, average.
0: depending on the, yeah the size and depending on the missions but and it plays well at i'd say three to five really
1: yeah yeah, i think so i think so
0: so that's the game we've chosen for the uh the podcast yeah
1: so for all the other contributors bring it on
0: bring it i'm really excited to see how this turns out yeah it will be kind of interesting uh and and, you know hopefully you Mm -hmm. know we make it pretty far
1: yeah yeah so i i assume it's is there going to be sort of a voting process that'll be the process of elimination or is it i know there is voting you're going to just there's
0: voting involved and that's where i'm not sure you know how they're going to stagger this out okay uh, but they're going to use some of these sound bites for that. Right. Um, so we'll we'll kind of... Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yes, interesting we're, we're going to follow it <laughs> along. But we're going to do our best to defend it. That's uh, it. And if you've played Nemesis, then, you know, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do, as much as mm-hmm. Jay does. Um, so the next question is a more specific, direct question about why, specifically, it's the best of all space-themed games ever made. So... Mm why is nemesis the best space themed game ever
1: yeah so so um for me personally and you've certainly played this more than i have but um one thing is that the theme just really comes through so well in everything you do so all the mechanics all the actions you take um the the events that get revealed i mean it, it feels like you're playing a cinematic experience just like you know, you're in one of the Aliens movies. Right. Um, this definitely feels a lot more Aliens than Alien, mm-hmm. if you know the difference, because it's a lot more action packed. You can mm-hmm. you know get weapons and fight the aliens and, th- and things but like that.
0: Don't expect to be killing them left and right. I mean, they're right. very difficult to kill, <clears throat> yes. and your ammunition is extremely limited.
1: It is, and 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 a lot of times your best bet is just to try to escape. You know, yeah. as well. Um, and and the cool thing is you can you can um, I mean th- there's just so many ways that the game can turn out um i don't know how much we want to talk about our specific game but um i think every play is unique um but you have it it just it's kind of a sandbox for allowing you to experience these highly thematic moments like when our last game yeah. when we uh when we airlocked the uh the, the queen p- the queen oh that was exciting so you know we had we had um that we had the queen show up uh, really, really early in the game. It's
0: so b- there's different life cycles of the aliens, and sometimes you know you're you're pulling these tokens out of the bag whenever you have to draw one, yes. and it could be a larva, which is just a small little thing, mm-hmm. or um, the adult, Adults. or the breeders, or creepers, yeah, or the queen. Yes. Well, in our game, we had drawn like four or five larvae. Mm-hmm. Like we're like, yeah, this is easy. Are, these are babies. They're like, easy. Like all we're dealing with <laughs> so far, are these little baby creatures, right? Mm-hmm. No, the very next thing after just larva, the yes, queen I pulled
1: the queen out of the bag, right,
0: and he was like, "Oh no. really, this can happen
1: <laughs> yeah, early, yes. early on, and so um and and the queen you never and and one of the other really neat things about the game too is unlike a lot of other sort of combat style games, you kind of go into it knowing how much damage you have to do against the creatures to take them out, whereas This is one of the most unique systems in the game. And I think we'll probably uh, talk about some of this a a little later in some of the segments too. Um, But you don't know until you've done an attack how much uh, strength that alien has. And even then, uh, there's a chance that thematically they could recover. So the next time you try to shoot them, they could actually have more strength Mm -hmm. um, or less. Um, So, you know, you're always taking a risk attacking because you never really know if you're going to deal enough damage, deal, deal enough damage, and then there's going to be repercussions because they're going to come after you as right. well. Um, so, but but as we were talking about the queen, you know, we we were in this situation where um, we sort of lured the queen into this specific type of um, area in the spaceship, and that set us up to use a computer system in another room to actually the seal, airlock. yeah, seal the airlocks. And then as long as the queen hadn't like destroyed the doors. To try to get through uh by the time the round ended mm-hmm. then you know she got evacuated out into space so or if another player didn't another open player. the door yeah and that's in, in one of your games you were describing um you yeah, had, sabotage <laughs> things yeah if, so if you have a player whose whose goal is to play like
0: kill everybody against
1: you you know or something uh yeah they, they may end up trying to like knock an alien into your space or something like that so super thematic most space games are about like ships and exploring planets and things like that this one's set in space, but just gives a really, like I said, that sort of survival horror with a little bit of dread and adventure kind of mixed in. Uh, so for me, that's why I really liked it.
0: Best space theme game because you feel the theme constantly. You feel like you're on board this ship. Uh, all you need is the background music, essentially, because yeah. like you, you, you're always about thinking about survival and there's the horror element. Of you never know when an alien's going to pop out or chase you or what kind of damage it's going to do. Sometimes they might just kill you, or you'll get mm-hmm. a chest burster, and then a card comes out and says, Anyone who's got one of those things in their chest, they just die. Right. And that's the kind of stuff that I think makes up a great sci-fi space game. And Alien, the movie, is, of course, one of my favorites. And this game very much imitates a lot of that experience. Yeah. And it's sort of the quintessential, for me, experience of what you want from a space game.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and when you know, comparing it to other games like On Mars, Eclipse, Twilight Imperium, uh, or Battlestar Scar- Scar- uh, Battle Galactia, um, this definitely has way better table presence. I mean... Right. The miniatures that come with this, the alien miniatures are amazing. They uh, look in fantastic. The detail. um, Very detailed. You have awesome, really highly detailed player miniatures. Uh, the artwork on the cards is just top notch. I mean, it's it's just uh, high production values, like yeah. the whole whole way through. So it's it's also that's also something that kind of kind of pulls you into the game as well, because you're actually seeing these huge aliens, you know, on the board chasing you around, and uh, and it's not just like cardboard
0: pieces. So the next question, which is similar, but, you know, we want to look at it, is why or what is the space theme of the game or why or how does it attract players to play the game and why do you like it so much? And mm. there's a lot of overlap on Yeah, there on is these. some
1: overlap there. So, yeah, continuing what I was kind of saying in the last uh, segment, what pulls you in is, is certainly at first the table presence um, because it looks so epic uh, and the spacecraft itself is a huge board, you know, yeah. so it, it takes up a lot of space. Everybody's got room around the table. It's not like you're cramped to see anything. Um, it has a lot of ton of variability with the rooms because you don't really know what you're going to get until you explore there. Your You know, your character miniatures are, are highly detailed. And the other thing that sucks you in right away is just the theme. I mean, if somebody says, hey, do you want to play like aliens? Right. And then but p- perhaps there's this traitor element as well. Um, I mean, for me, that just kind of sucked me in and what made me want to play it for the first time you introduced me to it. Right.
0: Uh, I totally agree. And as far as the table presence, I'll add again that those miniatures, just seeing what could come out in the game is terrifying. And these things (laughs) look just crazy. And there's not just one type of uh, sculpt for each each (laughs) life cycle stage. Like there's multiple for the adults. There's multiple for Mm -hmm. the eggs and all this kind of stuff um and so you just want to engage that you want to find these things you want to see what they can do and then then you kind of take it back and you're like wait a minute this is
1: (laughs) maybe i shouldn't have asked for
0: that (laughs) because that queen comes out or or something nasty and then you're like i am gonna die aren't i
1: (laughs) yeah and i think the other thing too is you know that each person gets to choose like a character type at the beginning Mm -hmm. so you sort of you kind of know what you're going to be like if you're you know, have a medic or, you know, you might have a pilot or something like that. Mm-hmm. But usually you have more than one character to choose from. Yeah. And so uh, there's even like a criminal who is the shows convict. up. He's, yeah, he's a convict. Yeah, a convict. He's handcuffed. And <laughs> one of the other players is going to have the keys to the handcuff. and um, you and you have, have to, to work con- a
0: little bit together yeah, if you, you have want to unlock key, your hand Right.
1: Hands. And, and so there's some mistrust that gets there. So, you know, just the variety of characters that you're playing as well and the special abilities. Yeah um this deck of cards too
0: the way that these objectives play into the the general objective of just like fixing the ship and going to earth is really fun and really dynamic and it changes every time so the more you've played this game the more you kind of know what to expect as far as what types of objectives people might be playing uh and Mm -hmm. if you notice someone's like trying to sabotage uh, someone in particular, or you ha- you start to suspect people of lying. Because if you check the status of an engine or coordinates, then you're like, can I trust this person that right. they're telling me the truth about this? Or do I need to personally go to that room and check, you know, myself. And, and check it <laughs> yeah. uh, and confirm? And uh, that's a really fun aspect that that's the kind of thing that I feel mm. like thematically you don't find in a lot of games
1: yeah what what the other thing too i like is that um you know dead, dead of winter has some of the same elements of you know having a potential trader but in that game you're s- sort of if you're the trader you're kind of playing against everybody else whereas this one was really neat because one of your objectives will say um you know you have to make sure that player three doesn't survive right and so you don't so it doesn't allow you to just like target a specific player and take them out Like, you're kind of assigned that player at the beginning of the game because each player has a a unique number. So even if you play this with, like, your buddies and you play it uh, over and over again, um, there's not really that chance of, like, trying to continuously have one person, like beating up on one of the other players right uh, as far as like in-
0: if you and i want to just go back and forth in games of like this time i'm going to try to kill you right. like you don't really have that option unless you're dealt the card right. and his player number matches what i was uh, right. given exactly um, but there are always you know basically four options in those objectives which really spices up the game because you don't know what anyone's doing and that's mm. part of the fun of this game is uh it has so many twists and turns um, i think the biggest selling point is the story of this thing because mm. every time you play you're going to have a story you're going to have stronger relationships because of that shared experience mm. um it's it has what you would call emerging narrative um so it's almost like you need a logbook to to keep track of all mm. the crazy stuff that happened yeah. in your game and then just every time you you play it you're going to have you know like your own thematic little storyline of a mini movie that you you, you played yeah. out
1: yeah like one, one thing that happened with us is um you know you had an like an adult alien that was attacking you and you didn't have any weapons so like i crawled through this vent to get to you i take the alien out with a shotgun and then i did it to get to the engine room so i could check one of the engines and of course i make too much noise as i'm crawling through the tunnel and another adult shows up and then i have to escape and i couldn't even check the engine yeah so, he had to leave again yeah so so there's things like that that happen that will thwart your plans and you have to kind of replan and re-strategize yeah it's that
0: emergent story emergent yeah. sort of uh tactical but also strategic yeah i think it's a really cool element tons of fun all right so let's move on to this next question for their episode four of this debate podcast so for the question what game mechanic in the game blew your mind what's original unique why is it the best um, we've kind of said it a little bit in the past and some of these other answers, but for me, I think what is really unique and really original is the concept of not knowing what anyone else is really going for, not knowing uh a lot of what's happening in the game. Everything that happens to you in this game uh is very emergent. Now it does it's not random in the sense of mm-hmm. like rolling dice is completely random. There mm-hmm. is dice rolling in here, um, but there's also strategy and then there's also adaptability and you have a lot of um
1: really a lot of options you have a lot
0: of options Mm -hmm. with the cards that you have and every character is unique Mm -hmm. uh which has uh unique cards unique abilities unique traits and again with the objectives themselves being dealt out you have a lot of choices on how to approach the game if you want to be you know you can basically sometimes choose if you're going to be mean or helpful
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: that's a really unique experience because you never know when you play the game based on who you're playing with what kind of experience you're going to have
1: yeah I think for me, like one of the more maybe unique mechanisms of the game is the card play. Mm. Um, you know, everybody's gonna have their own spe- special deck of cards uh, for their character, but some of the cards will be similar among the decks. Uh, so you know, repairing doors and stuff like that, you'll have a card. But the cool thing about about it is you know you'll pl- you'll you'll get two actions on your turn, but you'll end up playing cards for actions. So if you want to move, uh, you play a card, you basically discard a card to move. Or instead you can play that card for its action. So which some, has
0: its own cost. Which
1: has its own cost. And some sometimes the cost is free. Sometimes if it's a really powerful card, you'll have to play it and another card.
0: Or two, actually. Or
1: two. And, and it'll limit your options for um you know what you're doing in subsequent turns. Right. Um, and in certain rooms, um, like especially the rooms where you're like checking the engines or you're um in the into the cockpit where you're checking to see what the destination is. You have to spend two cards to do that action. So what it could result in is that you end up passing earlier than some of the other players. And so if you do that, you're effectively out of that round. Now you're not really waiting that long because rounds aren't that aren't that uh, long. But you have to be careful because if other people are still playing, then they can impact you even when you're not playing. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes they'll need to sort of also watch your back you know why you're kind of waiting to you know to draw back up to your hand of cards and things like that so i really like that um that card play mechanism a lot
0: i'll also add that you know as far as the end of the game that's also very unique to this game Mm -hmm. um, because there's so many conditions that have to be met for each player to be able to win right and even though there's traitorous types of things the traitor and the other player could still win simultaneously you know like if my if i'm my goal is to be, you know, is to be the only one alive. I mean, that's that. But right. if you say like he was mentioning, uh, target player three has to die. Okay, well then that player died, but I'm gonna win with that objective. It, maybe the other players at the table had something else, so those players could still win, mm-hmm. even though there was a traitor among us, right? And um, and the fact that you can com- completely mess someone up at the very last minute. <laughs> right. In our example, <laughs> uh, I was fighting my way in the escape pod room. Uh, trying to get into the escape pod, which there was only one unlocked. Uh, the other one was locked. I didn't have a key or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other player had been waiting in the escape pod safely for like three turns. Yeah. And every turn, he was just like, "Maybe I'll take off this turn and just leave <laughs> you," right. because there's there's only enough space for two characters in each pod. But you don't you know, like you don't have to wait till it's full. You can just, you can just go take off. Right? And that's the kind of thing that really only this game has. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because the tension of if I escape now and I trust that the coordinates are right and the engines are fine, well, then I'm, I'm definitely going to win. You know, at least my objective. I, it doesn't really matter about the other players. Yeah. But then in some cases, like with my, I had a card where at least one other player had to survive along with me. So I could have tried to take out like a bad player and still been fine as long as somebody else escaped. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the things too, like the skate pods is one way, but then you can go back and try to do like cryo sleep. But the problem is, if you try to initiate cryosleep, and this was my problem, it was is a you big have to, you have to do a sound check as you're activating that equipment, and so you risk aliens showing up as you're in hybrid you know hybrid sleep, and then they can attack you. They can end the game. Um, I had uh, an alien that was sort of attached to me um, that could have exploded, you know, uh, burst out of my chest at any moment. Um, That's tense, which is intense, and because event cards can just come up and, and do that, so. Um, So I had to like rush really quickly to the medical bay to like take care of that and stuff. So it really creates a a creative sort of playground for you to do all these interesting things uh, within the sort of the core guidelines or guardrails of the game itself. So um, for me, super, super cool mechanics and theme.
0: I totally agree with this completely. And it's just a really awesome game. And again, if you haven't played it, you need to try it. It's really awesome.
1: Yeah, there's nothing really else like it out there.
0: Um, so the final question here that we want to make sure we answer for the podcast question five why should you buy this game over the other ones um, including like we were talking about on mars eclipse twilight imperium Battlestar galactica um, so at this point in this questionnaire we might be the last of two right and mm-hmm. so this is where we're going to try to Right. really hone in
1: yeah really really why trash. this just is the trash. one you want to buy really just trash the other picks. and trash let's, let's, the let's others let's just be
0: honest here we want to trash the other picks why should you buy nemesis over any of the other games right now jay do you want to handle that
1: yeah so um you know the other competition is on mars eclipse twilight imperium and battles with galactica Did I, forget, I didn't forget anything. yeah you just can't pronounce it yeah, yeah i can't pronounce these but i but but i know you, you shouldn't you shouldn't buy those at all you should definitely buy nemesis I mean, On Mars is, I mean, everybody's seen that movie with Matt Damon. It's just about gardening in space. It's so boring. Poop potatoes. And I mean, look, if you're a fan of vampire movies, go with Twilight Imperium. Go with Eclipse. I mean, we know what happened, right? Okay. Kristen Stewart left the guy. Boring. Vampires in space. Nobody wants to play that okay Twilight Imperium Eclipse come on and what's the other one Battlestar Galactica now, oh yeah uh, let me let okay, me, okay uh, hang on hold on I, I'm gonna rip a new one here
0: <laughs> okay go ahead go ahead okay Battlestar Galactica people are like "Ooh, it's got the best trader mechanic in board games false Nemesis does yeah absolutely because everybody false. can be a trader and everyone could still try to win
1: yeah and what's a Cylon
0: I mean that Who sounds cares like, about silence. No, it
1: sounds like something you buy at like a high-end boutique in New York, you know?
0: Or some made up Toys R Us like All brand right. shelf toy. Yeah,
1: and, and besides, it's an IP game. I mean, what, four seasons of the show? Only two were good. I mean, come on. Yeah, how Auto good Star could Alaska? it be? I mean,
0: really. Yeah, it was cancelled. But Nemesis, it's, it's unique IP. Yeah. Sure, it's based on something that is popular, that's really good. Because why would you not base yeah, it on like something that's eight, not eight amazing. alien
1: movies? Hello, there's eight. You know it's good when there's eight alien movies. Yeah, I mean, movies.
0: how good was battlestar galactica anyway is anyone still talking about it no not really
1: no and plus the original was way better
0: shots fired boom now (laughs) (laughs) i I really think that nemesis is superior over all of these because on mars it's basically just a euro with a pasted on theme like you could you could say oh well it's not mars it's the country of wherever it's
1: on denmark yeah on
0: denmark and then you're still pushing things around and you got your transportation I've played it. It's not all that great. Yeah, Eclipse,
1: poor man's Twilight Imperium. Let's just say it. Oh, shots man's fired twice. Bam, okay. bam. That's it. And then Twilight Imperium. I mean, come on. You're up against a space lion. I mean, space
0: lions. Enough said. Space please. lions. Please, please, come on. Not even realistic.
1: They can't. They it, don't even have opposable thumbs. They can't fly a spaceship. At least with Nemesis, you Ridiculous. have
0: various different creatures, but they're all the same species and they're different evolution cycle. Like Twilight just makes up. All these crazy like people that have nothing to do with anything, yeah and yeah. you're like, are you saying that there's some universe it's here? It's like, like bad fan bad fiction. Like bad fan fiction. Bad fan fiction is how described. Plus, you know what? If you want to play one of these two games. Would you walk over and say, let's play this 12 hour Twilight Imperium game yeah. or Nemesis where you can get an amazing thematic experience of space and aliens and traitors in yeah, a
1: fourth of the time and three to four hours. That's right. Done. Yeah. Then you can go on to do something else like burn in, Twilight Imperium. Yep that's right <laughs> i would never say to burn a board game but no you no, know no unless it's Battlestar galactica but then go right ahead pew, pew. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's our
0: uh that's, that's our, our trash that's talking segment <laughs> <laughs> which is fun we love you
1: all We're yeah just, we, oh yeah this, yeah. this is this time we love you all your picks are well they're not great but it's okay they're good. they're
0: okay and we don't know which one is gonna be left over here at the fifth episode that's right you know so that's we right. gotta we gotta kind of Toss yeah, out all yeah. all the other four, I guess. Yeah,
1: we have to. We have to go hard. So, yeah.
0: so that's our uh, our little segments here for that podcast, which we're very excited to be part of. Thank you so much, Friday Night Games. So yeah, check them you. out. Uh, they have an Instagram and I believe a website. Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, lots of great content. So definitely check them out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with our podcast, we, we've we been doing this for a year. Yeah just, just, yeah, just over a year. Just about a year yeah, right yeah. now um and it's been it's grown uh for sure we've had new listeners so thank you so much for mm. for tuning in today and for you know supporting the other
1: times yeah and uh tell your friends tell your family we uh you know we love to talk about board games we love to share the experience so uh we'd love to hear from you too in the comments so and you know what this
0: is a great uh, episode where you can say hey Let's talk about what you guys think is the best space-themed game. Yeah, what is your best space-themed game? Like, let's say even even just among the five that we're we're Mm. talking about, Mm -hmm. right? Which one would you, uh, you know, defend? Uh, assuming you've played them okay but you have nemesis on mars eclipse twilight imperium and battlestar galactica yeah what is your favorite what would you pick if you had to just pick one to play aka buy you Mm. know to own in your collection if you could only keep one that sort of thing best space game right that's what we want to know from you guys so let us know in the comments and uh this you know maybe we'll have a little debate of our own there you go oh,
1: yeah that's right in, in the youtube and podcast comments which everybody loves <laughs> a good
0: debate in youtube yeah of course that never happens section.
1: at all on the internet
0: it's the most uh, formal it's the most <laughs> respected yes, absolutely. and uh totally. highly uh you know valued opinions you must be the traitor on the internet <laughs> is the youtube comment section
1: yes absolutely absolutely true so, yeah uh, so this was fun this was a fun episode to do I think um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it as well
0: yeah so I think this is probably going to be overall for our podcast a slightly shorter episode than normal mm. um, so we'll be back with a full length episode next time of whatever we're going to talk about yeah whatever the next topic is whatever Jay of, comes up with a lot
1: of things to to, to consider but a, lot of, a lot of good topic probably ideas probably a top 10 list I'm thinking yeah <laughs> or we'll
0: we could just be lazy and do a top 10
1: true true <laughs> well no very unique top 10 oh yeah yeah
0: a unique top right ten. well one you didn't say that
1: nobody's ever heard of before i'm sure wow one that no one's
0: ever done <laughs> the first, now i'm intrigued we're
1: gonna do the top 10 top 10 lists of all time. <gasps>
0: the top 10 list yep. of the
1: top 10 tens i think, I think <laughs> that's never been done before
0: <laughs> so. we have too much fun around here you guys I yeah. uh, wish you guys could be with us and play some games uh hopefully we'll see you at some conventions coming up like i was yeah. mentioning yeah, i'll be, be at MaceCon in charlotte in november so maybe i'll see you guys there uh, Jay, where are you going to be? Uh, what's, nope. your ne- what's your next gaming yeah, plan?
1: May- maybe not this year, but uh, definitely trying to get to maybe a couple next year. Uh, maybe Gen Con. Oh. So uh, so we'll see if that works out. I'd love to go there. i never, never been there before, so that'd be a lot of fun, I think.
0: Nice. That sounds awesome. Uh, I'd love to go. If someone wants to sponsor me to go, then there hey get in touch. MeepleMentor yeah. at gmail.com. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you can also PayPal me. Hey, <laughs>
1: <laughs> save <same> address. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: Uh, easy to do it.
1: <laughs> That'll
0: you'll, help me get there.
1: You'll like check on Monday and you have like a thousand dollars. And I promise
0: house. if I go, I'm going to come back with all kinds of content. I'm going to bring my camera. We're going to have interviews. Oh, wow. We're going to, we're going to blow it out of the water. I'm really
1: selling this. I like it.
0: Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So hashtag Send Jared to Gen Con.
1: <laughs> Support your local
0: Jared. There you go. All right. So So uh, anyway, yeah. enough yeah. nonsense. That's, <laughs> that's the end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. I've been Jared. I've been Jay. Bye-bye. Catch you later.